It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 51 we're going to be getting into bts butter 2021 billboard music awards it takes two and then we're going to end with lil nas x sun goes down but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my cash app link located towards the top of my the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got the intro out of the way, let's get into the first topic, which is BTS and the new single called Butter. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. 
As you could tell, as you heard, we're going to be getting into the Korean K-pop group that has taken, not specifically hip-hop, but hip-hop, I feel like, has accepted this type of music more than the masses. But as far as the masses go, the BTS group has been growing a fan base as some of the collabs that they've been some of the artists they've been collabing with has pretty high stature in the game of, in in the uh, game of hip-hop and the way that they have solidified the foundation on the basis of hip-hop is, is pretty intriguing as you wouldn't expect a group like this to be as popular in the hip-hop space because the hip-hop perspective well no the hip-hop per, yeah the hip hop perception from other people is not it, like the first thing you think of when you think of hip hop is is not BTS. Let me just say that. But we're going to be getting into BTS in this segment as hip hop often welcomes stra- not strange acts, but unique acts in a certain way that other genres are more hesitant to accept. And what I mean by that is the BTS it has been influenced by so many hip hop artists. They've even said in a lot of their interviews that they've been interviewed. Um, they've been influenced by the likes of Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, of course, Drake and Kanye. They really take a liking to some of the artists that are on the hip hop or it has a lot of accolades on the hip hop side of things. Like even more, they name like Mac Miller. Um, ASAP Rocky, which if you watch any of the performances and you see the way they, if you see their style, I think ASAP Rocky makes more sense as an influence than some of these other names I just named. But as far as the way that they are still influenced, to even bring it up in the interview of you being influenced by them still speaks highly of them as their appreciation for the genre that's accepting them the most they they was already a fan of like it it seems like it is not something that's just fabricated or something that's just not like it seems genuine when i when i've listened and watched the interviews of them because it's like a lot of them in one group well not a lot I'm, i don't know the actual number but bts is an actual group with more than like three people i think it's like four or five i don't know it's, it's more than just three like it's a group <laughs> so it's it's something that even i'm still learning about honestly so with bts being on the scene so prominent in the hip-hop community is is very unexpected but the mix of their style of k-pop and hip-hop is def is definitely on the rise as people have been more people have been grabbing uh gravitating towards that style of music 
now with bts so there's five members on bts i think i i think there's five i'm pretty sure there's five i wish i had like a, i should i should have pulled up like a, a wikipedia <laughs> what you need to know about bts but basically the reason that we're talking about uh bts well i'm talking about bts when it concerns the hip-hop is because they performed well they released a new single called called butter but i also wanted to just let people in the hip-hop space know more about this korean k-pop group as they've been taking steps to become bigger in the space of not even hip-hop but just music in general but more specifically hip-hop because they didn't they didn't name a lot of uh other artists besides that's not in hip-hop like a lot of the artists that these guys are influenced from or are influenced by or in the genre of hip-hop so that's kind of why bts and hip-hop is very much connected and as you will see in the as you will hear in the snippet i'm about to play about the track uh bts is well they have a member that raps so there's certain parts of the pop songs that they release that has a rapping verse in it and you will hear that when i play the snippet as far as the breakdown of um, BTS, they debuted their album Too Cool for, for School uh, in 2013. So they've been a while and been grinding for a while, for a little bit. And they've been they have a lot of albums out right now. Like they're not a new group by any stretch of the imagination. The only thing with them is they've been grinding so much that they finally broke through that plateau and they're rising to new heights. So with BTS, even with them being five guys, they're still each one is still very unique from the other ones. As BTS, their style of writing, the style of rhyming, the way they put together tracks is more of a of more of the conventional pop style, but it's rooted in their love for for hip hop. So it comes through their music and especially the chor- choreography. As I'm surprised they didn't name uh, Chris Brown or Michael Jackson as one of their influences, which I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. But in the interviews I watched, th- their names didn't come up. But the way that they dance while performing their tracks makes me think of more of a Chris Brown than a likes of a Drake or a Kendrick or a J. Cole. Because if you see, not to discredit their performances, but their performances compared to Chris Brown's uh Let's just say Chris Brown does a lot more in his performances than, than most of the lyricists out there. The difference between BTS and other K-pop groups is that for, for the Korean style of music, from what I've heard, kind of like what the kind of like what the American music industry used to be, where they have a writer. And the writer is usually somebody they wouldn't put in front of a camera. And they take somebody who basically either looks. Basically, they take somebody who who's quote unquote eye candy and give them ghost writers and they just perform the track. And then if they can perform it, then they end up being like the likes of a Beyonce or Rihanna, which is not to discredit them. But I'm just saying like they notably have ghost writers for BTS. They do their own thing. It comes from a genuine place of where they want to go not any small korean entertainment company that pushes them to put out formulaic music so what they say is that they really do their own thing and they're they're them being inspired by mainstream hip-hop 
it's something that helps them grow even more because mainstream pop kind of not ignores them but it's kind of like a side popular genre and they don't really accept them like they notice them and they'll give them some awards when it's like undeniable but as far as like what genre really accepts them the most is hip-hop so what i'm what i'm reading about this is that there's seven members instead of five i thought there was five but there's seven and like just like you i'm still learning about this uh i'm still learning about this group i'm just giving you the the information that i've gotten from reading and listening to different interviews because kind of like the Migos, like you know how the Migos don't all have to be in one interview like sometimes you can just interview quavo or just interview takeoff or just interview offset with bts it's kind of the same like some of the members will go off and do their own interviews but they all come back together when it's time to put out music which i like that a lot it's, it's kind of like the divide and conquer plan but at the end of the day they're still a group so they come back to to perform together and speaking of performing bts performed at the billboard music awards and it kind of comes back full circle as that's the main topic of this episode but for bts they performed a new single called butter and the reason that they chose butter was pretty interesting they were saying that they primarily use this as an upcoming well no they primarily use this to be a summer hit and they chose the word butter because why did you they chose the title butter because quote if you hear the title butter you know immediately that we tried to prepare a song that's easy listening instead of something with a really heavy or profound message which is pretty commendable on their part as the group comes out and says that they're trying to put out something that's a summer hit like basically uh, telling everybody like this is a summer hit and we know it's gonna well not they didn't say we know it's gonna be hit but basically they just said that they put this out and they they uh intend for this to be a hit so um with bts the actual butter track i think is pretty great honestly listening to it the form the formula that they use is pretty old as far as the pop um the pop what am i trying to say the, the pop there's a way that people put tracks together the, the pop formula of chorus verse chorus well not chorus this is bridge chorus verse chorus and then another verse but at towards the end of the track they have a rap verse from one of the members i'm gonna i'm gonna learn more about bts but right now this is this is all i have about them <laughs> so the actual track towards the end of the the song is, is very is very um interesting as he he performs a, a rap verse and it came to me out of the blue I, I did not think he was gonna it was like one of those type of things where they're a group and one of the guys just pops out rapping like it's just one of those it was just unexpected in the formula that they was going with the with the track but as far as the whole track as far as the entire track i thought it was a good track um nothing too amazing it, it, I, it felt like i've heard it before and i think it should be it's just because of the formulaic pattern that they chose for the track but it's not a knock on it at all it's just noticing the cues that happens with certain pop tracks so as far as the numbers go though butter became the fastest youtube video to ever reach 10 million views hitting the mark in just 13 minutes now that's insane honestly the song hit number one on apple music and then a day in butter logged the most single day streams of any song ever 
on Spotify. So you can see why I'm trying to get to, uh, you can see why I'm trying to learn more about BTS. It's because of, of stats like this. Obviously, somebody is listening to this type of music and obviously they're not going anywhere. They're here to stay. So it's only right that since the hip hop genre has mostly accepted them more than other genres that I try to understand them a little bit more because as far as the job. As far as covering the genre of hip hop, sometimes it's not all black and white. Uh, black, not black and white. I don't, I don't know what that is. Like Black Lives Matter. No, just fine. Okay, so um, it's not all black and white. As not every artist or group considers himself a lyricist or just a a mumble rapper. Like it's a whole lot of different uh little expansions you can have in the genre of hip hop because it's hip hop as a genre is huge. So. Now we're going to get to the snippet of Butter by BTS. And as you heard at the beginning of the snip, uh, snippet, that was the start of the track. But this is the rap verse that I said I was going to play in the midst of my segment. And now we're going to play the snippet of the rap verse right now. I'm the nice guy Got the right body and the right mind Rolling up the party, got the right vibes We like haters Fresh boy, pull up and we lay low All the players get moving with the bass low Go on me, right behind us, baby, say show Let's go So yeah, you can tell that they definitely was inspired by hip-hop just from that snippet alone and it's really interesting getting and intriguing to learn more about bts and hopefully they can stick around a little bit longer so the knowledge that i learned about them isn't um <laughs> isn't what they say wasn't it wasn't in vain <laughs> so yeah now we're going to switch it up and get into the 2021 billboard music awards I've been waiting on this. Yeah. All of this disorder, no address, and the crown is broken in pieces, but there's more in my possession. There's a whole lot in my possession. Who do you really love? Well, that's short of being questioned. My Mount Rushmore is me with four different expressions. Who's giving out this much return on investment? After my run, man, how's that even a question? After this summer, man, how's that even a... Who's giving this much return on investment? Now that has been the question over the past decade of hip hop on who has been on the top of the game for the longest. And now is finally put in perspective that not only Aubrey Graham is one of the greatest selling rappers of all time, it's still, it has finally been awarded like there's something physical to what he's achieved in this in this time period because when i looked up the definition of a decade it says a period of 10 years and then the second definition each of the five divisions of each chapter of the i'm not even going to attempt that because i feel like that's an easy word but if i mess it up actually i'm just going to say the rosary a rosary because it's not an E after the S, so, so I, I'm assuming it's not a rose. 
it's an A, so I'm gonna say Rosary, Rosa, Rosette. Not just playing. So um, decade. Basically, you get it. Ten years. Drake has been running this game for more than ten years, but has been finally awarded the decade, the artist of the decade by Billboard Music Awards, which is the only award show that I think should really be a like it. I feel like the Billboard Music Awards, which is already high on the prestigious level of hip hop awards, I think as a music genre, I think it should be the top. Um, I think it should be the top award you can get as an artist because it's not opinion based at all. I mean, of course, you can fudge the numbers, use labels to bot your views or your listens up to a certain extent but at the end of the day the label can only do so much before you start touring and and to put actual bodies and seats if that don't start adding up to the label to the album sales then uh the fans start to look at you funny well the fans is not even attending your your uh, shows are starting to look at you funny because you're putting up this amount of listens and streams but you're not doing any arenas so it's very easy for labels to manipulate the numbers in their artist's favor but it's extremely difficult to do what the weekend or what drake has done over the span of a decade and putting out music at a high quality quality level for this amount of years i mean just look at some of your favorite lyricists takes three to four years just to put out a 30 minute album but you know i'm not naming any names of course the billboard music awards happened not too long ago where a lot of big name artists showed up of course the ones that was winning showed up like the weekend one had the most wins of the night with 10 including top artists and top hot 100 artists now i don't know if i explained it as um clearly but the billboard music awards go off of your sales as far as the music you put out so it's nothing opinion is very fact-based and like i just gave that whole spill about labels you know fudging the numbers and putting bots to rank up your listens it still can help certain artists because drake of course doesn't have any problem selling out arenas the weekend doesn't have any problem selling out arenas so when you have that aspect along with the stream sales it is just uh, a recipe for greatness honestly so with drake winning the decade the artist of the decade it's probably one of the biggest awards you can ever be given as an artist because it just shows your consistent it shows your consistency in the way you're able to produce on unlike any of your other peers because you can put out an album like nothing stopping well i guess label and contract but for the top artists, nothing stopping them from releasing. Like Lil Baby said, he can drop an album whenever he wants to because of Atlantic. He's basically pushing them at this point. But you can put out as many albums if you want, as you want, as we've seen with Young Thug. But it doesn't mean that that's gonna always do the most numbers. The Billboard Music Awards is always about the sales and the numbers. So it is very uh, hard to do what Drake has done, which is why this is such a big deal. Other the winners. In this award show were what well, included the likes of megan the stallion of course one of the one of rock nation's artists so you know 
with um, her ties that she was going to win something. She won top rap female artist. Kanye West <laughs> won top gospel artist. That's pretty interesting. The Baby and Roddy Rich won top streaming song for Rockstar. Now, Rockstar is one of the tracks that came out on The Baby's highly criticized album. But after Rockstar went on a terror as far as just being number one forever, people said, oh, the album wasn't so bad. Which makes me look at The Baby as a contender for the top new artists up right now. First, I thought it was Little Baby, but the features that The Baby is doing, the effective the effectiveness of the features that The Baby is doing compared to the effective effectiveness of the features that Little Baby is doing, The Baby is doing features that's monetarily doing him like way more favors than what Little Baby's doing. So it's kind of looking at the sales of the baby and little baby and maybe that's not the best way to de determine who's the top new artist but drake has the most sales ever like as far as the last 10 years so it's kind of like who is really on the top of the new artist like is it little baby or the baby it just made me revisit revisit that conversation because the baby has put out so many number ones which he's hopping on remixes but at the same time you have to have a certain stature to hop on the remixes that he is. So I feel like he's picking the better features. And Lil Baby is giving out a feature to everybody in their up and coming artists. <laughs> so some of the performances included like included the likes of DJ Khaled, Her, Migos, um, who else? Doja Cat and SZA. With their Kiss Me More song, I really like that track. And uh, another key part of the show was Michelle Obama presenting Alicia Keys as she graced us with the melody commemorating the 20th anniversary of her debut debut album, Songs in a uh, Songs in a Minor. In a minor? In a minute? No, it's definitely minor. Now you're not gonna get me with that one. <laughs> so, um, and then the legendary Jimmy Jam and Terry Crews presented the. Uh, Legendary Sounds of Blackness and Ann Nesby, who brought some optimistic vibes talking about the work week. And then the ending of the, the war show concluded with Swiss Beats honoring a lot of hip hop's notable stars that we lost in the past years, like Shock G, Black Rob, Prince Marky, Dia of the Fat Boys, Ecstasy of Houdini, and of course, the legendary, the infamous, the notorious DMX. Some of the other artists that was uh, awarded posthumously was Pop Smoke. He won top new artist, top rap artist, and top rap male artist, among others like Juice World posthumously, which is a testament to the fan base because Pop Smoke and Juice World's fan base was very large. As whenever I listened to Pop Smoke, I could I could definitely tell that he had a huge fan base because his fan base, when you looked at his shows, they just really the vibe was like watching from just YouTube, you could see how they messed with his his music and how his passing really affected them. And then of course me being a huge juice juice world fan i don't have to get into how that affected us so 
it was nice to see those artists awarded appropriately as they do still dominate the charts and billboard music awards is always about sales and juice world and post and pop smoke even in death is at the top of the charts as far as music in general goes so yeah but ending with it uh the weekend of course had the most awards at 10 because he's the weekend he's also one of the greatest artists to come out in this decade drake another i mean he is the greatest rap selling rapper to come out ever so him getting artist of the decade was just really fitting and definitely something that he's gonna remember for forever so yeah, that was my recap of the Billboard the twenty one the twenty twenty one Billboard Music Awards. Let me know what you uh, click my link tree in my bio and let me know what do you think of the Billboard Music Awards show and who do you think is the best artist of the no who do you think is better the baby or little baby because that's the biggest question that I got out of this whole recap. Now we're going to switch it up and get into It Takes Two. Okay, getting into It Takes Two, It Takes Two. Now, for people who like to play with, who rely on other people to show up for playing games, it's kind of intuitive that It Takes Two came out. Because it is a co-op, a mainly co-op game for friends, couple, couples, anybody, partners of the, uh, to play a game that is solely off of the chemistry off of each player. So this is Haze Light Studios and co-op game called It Takes Two. The reviews have been fairly split, meaning that some think it's a good game others think it's a it's, it's a kind of rocky game with with some uh some growing that it needs to do but the people who created a way out and from the people who created a way out made it takes two and an action it's an action adventure platformer and it shows the relationship between divorcing parents Cody and May when their daughter Rose is saddened by her parents splitting. She magic magically turns them into dolls after wishing they could get along once again. Cody and May awaken as miniature versions of themselves and must navigate through the house to reverse the curse, which operates as as obstacles in their relationship. They must overcome. Now, if that doesn't sound like a great idea, I don't know what does, because the execution of this game is another thing, but the story, the plot of, of what I just read, to me, is very intriguing, as is, is very complex as to how the whole thing happened in the first place. But like I was saying with the reviews, it's very split. Um, it's not really too much to get into it with the actual game. Uh, it's, it's a lot of obstacles. I mean, it's co-op. There's nothing really much more to say about it. Whenever you play a co-op game, you're relying on somebody else to pull their part. And so if you're playing with somebody who's not good at technology at all and not good at any type of video games, that wouldn't be smart. I would pick somebody who's used to playing games, especially co-op games, because 
teamwork makes the dream work and if you're playing with somebody that doesn't even know how to turn on the controller then the dream is not going to be um, attainable as far as some of the notable reviewer reviews of the game game brand gave this a five out of five saying that it takes two is a co-op gaming genius and is going and is going to go down as both a classic of the genre and a game of the year contender there's not a single dull moment in the entire game and we didn't run into any glitches or technical issues of any kind either it takes two is polished to near perfection and an absolute must play for co-op gaming fans so that was a five out of five from from game rant and the other pc gamer gave this an 80 out of 100 i'm kind of looking for a, a not so great score just to see what they say about it a lot of these scores are pretty overall great I'm thinking the, the fan perception, because these are the top gaming um, companies that's reviewing these. So, what I'm thinking is either the lower gaming companies are, are having trouble with or having problems with the game, or the fans are having problems with the game. Because what I'm seeing right now is a lot of 4 out of 5s and 8 out of 10s, which, well, <laughs> 80 out of 100s, which to me is not um, even close to being a bad game. So... As far as take two, if you have a partner or, or somebody who likes to play video games and y'all want to tackle it together, it seems like it's more of a, a male-female type game. Or um, I don't even think you can say that nowadays. I think that's problematic. Never mind. Um, if if it's more, of, I think this is more of a um, a significant other in you type game. So whatever your significant other is, then I think you should take that person play this game <laughs> so as far as the actual game um i can't give any actual insight into it as i'm still playing mass effect legendary edition which giving you an update on that game that game's still amazing some of the updates on that game is is changed my whole perception of the game some of the mission there's literally whole missions that i did never even play that i've when I first played in in the beginning and there's a there's something specific that I missed in the first game that was a whole section the first time I played it but I couldn't find it it was like a it was an AI but when you go and it's like an AI plays and you're supposed to do a simulator and there's like a whole little storyline of somebody being the top and at the end of the at the end of you going through all the uh, the modes at its highest difficulty you see your name above that person and that person that you bumped off gets mad like i missed that whole arc in in the first one i don't know if they took it out or what i cannot find it as far as mass effect 2 a lot of the dlcs completely changed the game i have a whole crewmate that i didn't have at the beginning of the game like literally the beginning of the game and um it's like some old white guy and he's like has a lot of war war stories so yeah mass effect legendary edition is going amazing so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of it takes two and would you be interested in trying out a completely co-op game with one of your friends so now we're going to switch it up and end with little nas x sun goes down I'd rather run away
You need an instant ease from your life where you got plenty of every hurt and heartbreak. You just take it all to the face. I know that you want to cry, but it's much more to life than dying over your past mistakes and people who do dirt on your name. So as you can tell, we'll listen where we were just listening to Lil Nas X and we're getting into his new single, Sun Goes Down, as I anticipate that he's dropping an album, not soon, but he's dropping it sometime this year as he's dropping a lot of singles to go along with these, a lot of videos to go along with these single releases, which means that this is a long-term rollout for an album. The way that it's going right now, it seems like his album's going to do a lot of sales because his last single called like monetary call me by your name uh, call me by my name or something that everybody associated that with the devil because he came out and sold some devil shoes that um apparently had human blood in it but then he came out and said it was just fake nike came out and said they didn't stand by it, even though it had a whole nike symbol on it i don't know how that even happened but as far as Lil Nas X, he's very um, polarizing as he's one of the biggest trolls that does it the right way, in my opinion. Like, imagine if Lil Nas X, I would rather Lil Nas X troll in this way than the way that 6ix9ine trolls. So, with Lil Nas X and his ability to manipulate media, social media, it's kind of watching him and understanding that the way that he thinks is very internet oriented because he grew up running a nikki stan account so it's not like he's like unfamiliar with the internet savvy people out there making memes and everything joking about his worshiping of the devil obviously he knows what he's doing as this cover is totally different from devilish uh vibes that he as he's sitting in all white surrounded by clouds surrounded by ice like he's i don't think he wears anything but white in these videos so um yeah in in the background's blue like i think he just totally went away from that devil notion and just stopped the whole worshiping the devil type thing because i know little even little uzi went through that phase where he had an upside down cross on his head or something like that and a lot of these artists do that for attention and Lil Nas definitely got attention from his last single doing that like devil promotion type thing. But I think he switched it around as with sun goes down. He's wearing an all white outfit. Background is light blue. Um, he's definitely going with the whole holistic vibes as monetary was definitely a different um, perception. And a lot of the public was struggling with it. Along with the track. He, does, he discusses a lot of ways he was treated coming up in his past, well not his past, but well I guess it is his past, but his childhood and kind of just brings it full circle at the end of this track, which I'm going to play a snippet of because I really like this track. I feel like this track, like one thing about 6 9 compared to Lil Nas is that Lil Nas knows how to make music and 6 9 was really just screaming into a mic and the beat was just amazing. Like honestly, the beat was great. But what he was saying just wasn't like it's kind of like the young and ace who i smoke It's the beat is very creative because it's using a sample which i think is always a cheat code but with him rapping over it and naming the numerous bodies he's caught allegedly 
it's a name well no he's naming he's like saying their name and saying who i smoke and then he'll say their name like it's just very untasteful and, and not something that um should be promoted i think so the way that little Nas is going about being a quote-unquote troll i think i think is is acceptable because i feel like he makes quality tracks and at the end of the day whenever he puts out his album everybody's gonna listen and it's gonna be high as far as sales go because montero i don't even know if i'm saying it right am i saying it right montero montero call me by your name is a hit like it's definitely a hit like it's one like whenever a song creates that much controversy it's a hit i remember when nick not nikki cardi b and and mega the stallion came out with wop (laughs) it was uh a hit because the way it did what it did to the internet you can't really you can't duplicate that mimic that copy that and it had the same success so it's, it just had that x factor i mean the video was amazing but as the actual track uh, was amazing too so it just had that x factor that's why i think what i think lil nas had that with montero and definitely has that with this latest single called sun goes down so now i'm gonna play the snippet of the track right now this is pop, i think this is the second half of the track yeah, the second half of the track so this is verse and then it gets into his chorus and then that's gonna be snippet so here goes sun goes down by Lil Nas X since 10 I've been feeling lonely have friends but they was picking on me I was thinking when my lips so big was I too dark and it since my fears these gay thoughts would always on me I pray God would take it from me it's hard for you when you're fighting And nobody knows it when you're silent I be by the phone Standing Nicky morning and the dawn Only place I feel like I belong Strangers make you feel so loved, you know And I'm happy by the way And I made that jump, that leap of faith I'm happy that it all worked out for me I'ma make my fans so proud of me, oh dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you well with doordash this is now possible as doordash connects people with the best restaurants in their city they do this by empowering local businesses and in turn generate new ways for people to earn work and live with your favorite restaurants at your fingertips doordash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities more time and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. So yeah, then he goes on. He has another verse. Uh, the song's three minutes and twenty eight seconds, so there's plenty more of the song, the track to go. It's a it's a lengthy track, and it's very it's it's filled with a lot of substance that 
his last single didn't have but his last single was more uh of a hit than this single right now because it just came out but we'll see if i had to predict i would think montero would be a bigger hit than this song would be because it's more promoting positivity when negativity comes with the way that he promoted Montero with worshiping the devil, I think that was more of a marketing play than anything. When the sun goes down, I don't think it'll be as successful because it's really playing upon, it's playing on positivity and people don't really flock to that as much as they do with the hate. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Little Nas X Sun Goes Down? And also, do you think that what he did with Montero with devil worshiping just completely made him just completely made you not able to listen to him so yeah now we're going to go over the overview of the pod for episode 51 we started with bts butter i went over my infatu infatuation i don't even know I, I will look that up but that's a long word and i don't feel like typing it in honestly so basically my intrigue of bts led me to looking up the background the origin I tried to explain it the best way that I could. I didn't even know how many members was in the group until like halfway through the segment. So I don't think I did the greatest of job. But as far as Butter, I think I explained that track and their influences to that track. Well, not to that track, but just as a whole on how they make music. I feel like I explained that pretty in depth. 2021 Billboard Music Awards. I got into that. Of course, Aubrey, Abel, the two A's, The Weeknd, Drake. Greatest artists of the decade. One's R&B, one's rap and R&B. Well, I guess they're both kind of rap and R&B. Anyways, both of them are one of two of the greatest artists that has came out this decade, and they was awarded so in the Billboard Music Awards. Then we got into It Takes Two. It Takes Two is a very intricate co-op game that a lot of people won't really like what won't really play because of judging a book by its cover but from the reviews that i've been reading i feel like it's a perfect game for people with that significant other that just want to play a game and, and be able to play it together then we ended with lil nas x sun goes down talked about how lil nas x kind of hurt his public image with the montero devil worshiping whole media rollout and he kind of switched it around what sun goes down as he's wearing all white and he's kind of not going back but he's toning back on the devilish uh undertones so yeah that's about it for episode 51 thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link trip Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. your dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you well with doordash this is now possible as doordash connects people with the best restaurants in their city they do this by empowering local businesses and in turn generate new ways for people to earn work and live with your favorite restaurants at your fingertips 
DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities. More time and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com.